0: Right, all you streetlight crusaders and wrestling fans alike out there tonight. Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special, and now it's time for us to talk about what happened during the second half of Monday Night Raw from Tampa Bay, Florida, which I almost called Orlando, but according to calling to my show, that's about two hours away from where they're actually at now. Wow, Florida's a big place. I keep forgetting that. (laughs) But outside of the big size of Florida and the different areas around it folks, the next match to take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler teaming up to fight against Piper Nivens and Chelsea Green. Now the reason why we said it like that folks is because Samantha Irving finally got the chance to say it the way she wanted to, which is always great for me. But what wasn't so great is, well, the start for Zoe Stark during this match because Piper Nivens would run her right over the second that bell rang, but during this match outside of getting ran over and getting hit with a big senton, yeah, let's just say besides None other than Chelsea Green doing a whole bunch of cool Matrix reversal like moves to avoid drop kicks, knees, and everything else you could possibly imagine. She would not be able to avoid what would happen next because, from out of nowhere, seemingly, and if you had a blink, you would have missed it. She would get hit with a Z360 after she would do a zigzag to none other than Zoe Stark, but for the team of. <laughs> Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler to win via pinfall now I was confused and I had to review the match at least three times for this folks because yeah she hit a zigzag and then got hit with a Z360 while Piper Nivens was down on the ground hurt thanks to none other than Shayna Baszler so yeah very quick match on Raw yikes But after that quick match, folks, we would hear from the back-to-back Royal Rumble winner none other than Cody Rhodes, who Cody would say, hey, what does everybody want to talk about? But before he would go into what they want to talk about, we would then hear Cody Rhodes to say to Samantha Irving, if you will, please announce my name again and what happened this past weekend. And Samantha Irving would do so for Cody to get a little bit more hype. And then for Cody to say that it's their job to help everybody to escape from their everyday problems. But sometimes they need to escape too. And what happened this past Saturday, he needed them more than he wanted to admit. And then would say, you know what, let's make WrestleMania 40 official, but... A certain visionary and a revolutionary and architect of sorts of Wrestlemania designs would make his way to the ring in the form of Seth Metal Seth Rollins. And Seth Rollins would say that after all the things they've been through, we've developed a mutual respect and would immediately say congratulations on being the first person in well over 26 years to be a winner back to back at the Royal Rumble. A feat that was only done by not only Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and of course, the heartbreak kid himself, Shawn Michaels. Now I know I'm probably missing a name or two in there and somebody who I thought was gonna be a back to back winner at one point, Sheamus. And he was real close, but you know, got eliminated. But I digress. Because after that, He would say that if you're here to choose Roman, you're going to make a big mistake. And instead of choosing Roman, why don't you fight me instead? And he says that, you know, a lot of people around here are saying that you're the guy, but you're not the guy. Roman's not the guy. I'm the guy. And this is the title in WWE and would point at the World Heavyweight Championship. And would say that, yeah, I know you've been brooding, you've been mad, you've been angry since last year, and since you won the Royal Rumble, and there was only one title to go after back then, but since then, the landscape has changed. And would say that, you know what, you've seen me on the road during the live events and the pay-per-views and everything else in between and while we were up and down those roads what title was always on the line in the main event even during the live events this title here and Roman Reigns was nowhere to be found during any of that and said that this title came to be because the people got sick and tired of Roman Reigns leaving for two weeks six weeks six months defending the title on sparing events, and then most likely cheating at every chance he gets. And if you want a prime example, at least the past three to four title defenses that Roman Reigns had, has seen either Solo, or Jay Uso, or Jimmy Uso being involved. Well at least Jimmy, not Jay, but back in the day it would be both of them helping out Roman Reigns to keep that title around his waist and for what, I don't know. <laughs> But then you would hear Seth Rollins saying that this title is for us. And we've built this title up and leveled the playing field. And this title was built up through broken bones, broken backs, blown out knees, and we don't need to pretend Roman is a god anymore. Or untouchable. As a matter of fact, we don't even need Roman around here anymore because we got this championship here. So he would then ask Cody Rhodes, Which title do you want? Do you want the Hollywood title? The Hulk Hogan title, which made me laugh when he said that. Or do you want the Dusty Rhodes title? The workhorse title? The title that you're gonna get a fight for and then would say, You know what? What would Dusty want? But then again, at the same time, it hasn't been about Dusty for the longest. It's been about you and wants to know what type of man he is and Cody Rhodes would say you've really opened my eyes after these past 24 hours and I'll have to think about it now you know Paul Heyman is probably going to give him some form of or ultimatum that pisses him off to the rocky point where he's most likely going to choose plan A over the plan B that Seth Rollins has given him, but I got a feeling it's going to go along the lines of that Roman Reigns is untouchable, blah, 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 my tribal chief, blah, 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 and a whole bunch of other rhetoric that he's going to say to piss off Cody to make that decision, but we'll find out about that on SmackDown, and we'll actually update you guys on that when, you know, the next Tuesday night special. But outside of that, folks, we would then see. Speaking of the bloodline, or somebody who was formerly a part of it, we'd see for our next match, Jey Uso going one-on-one against Bronson Reed. Oh wait, uh, according to Carl in my show, Big Bronson Reed, as he's called now, with his brand new Titantron, that made me think of the old Bone Crusher music video for Never Scared which i just remembered now and started laughing about But nevertheless, folks. Besides a brand new Titantron, during this match, actually will go back and forth, seeing Jey Uso not only getting ran over in the openings of this match, but at the same time would be able to pull off the top rope crossbody for near fall, even be able to kick out of a big boy senton by Bronson Reed for near fall, and pull off three separate super kicks still for near fall. But ultimately, this match would come to an emphatic end after a Death Valley Driver that would lead to a near fall, and would see Bronson Reed missing the tsunami. And I got a feeling because you know Wade Barrett wasn't there to give the move name the respect it deserves, only for Jey Uso to hit a spear and an Uso splash to win this match via pinfall. And after the match was over, meanwhile backstage, we would see Andrade signing a contract to Monday Night Raw, only for Nick Aldis to say that, you know, I gave you Bailey for the night for her to make her decision and now you're making back deals behind my back? Yeah, And for none other than Adam Pearce to say, well, you know, it's just business. And I got a feeling it's going to be a little bit more personal as we go down this road to Wrestlemania. Because we would hear Andrade say, hey, why will not you go say hi to Selena Vega for me? And for those who didn't know, Selena Vega used to manage none other than Andrade Cian Almas back when he was on his tear in NXT. And yeah, just a little back history for you. But then we would see Nick Aldis going away to get a call from Braun Breaker Most likely calling him up to the main roster But outside of that Becky Lynch would say that she let a lot of people down But she's going to train harder, fight dirtier And won't stop until she brings that title to the main event where it belongs And speaking of title matches that aren't in the main event the next match to take place on Monday Night Raw would see Kofi Kingston going one-on-one against Gunter for the Intercontinental Championship. Now, during this match, Gunther would definitely show why he is the ring general by not only targeting the back of Kofi Kingston with tilt-the-wall, backbreakers, and even Boston Crabs, but would also decide to throw Kofi into the said ring apron, and then proceed to continue to go after the back. But Kofi Kingston would be able to counteract all of that with not only a tope suicida, but also a Trouble in paradise for Gunther to roll out of the ring. Only for Gunther to suffer the wrath of an axe-handle smash off the barricade, on the stairs, and would even see an avalanche boom drop, that would lead to a near fall. Only for a Boston Crab counter by Kofi Kingston for near fall, but a nasty coastline that would lead to an SOS after Kofi would recover, still for near fall. Only for Gunther to say playtime is over, hit a Tyrannosaurus Rex dropkick directly into a powerbomb for none other than the Ring General to still reign supreme via pinfall. After the match was over, then we would see none other than Xavier Woods coming out to check out on his best friend, only for Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci to once again come after the head of Kofi Kingston and of Xavier Woods. Not only throwing Xavier Woods into the turnbuckle pose, but also just watching onward as they would just beat the daylights out of Kofi too. Yeah, rough night not only he lost but he got the crap beaten out of him making him a two-time loser i hate to see it happen you really do <laughs> and the next match to take place on monday night raw would see the kabuki warriors returning to monday night raw for the first time in well over three years to face off against none other than tegan knox and natalya and during this match we would see a drop toe hold drop kick combination to none other than Kyrie Zane by Natalia for near fall, only for Tegan Knox to pull off a roll up to Oscar still for near fall. But ultimately, this match would come to an emphatic end after we would see Tegan Knox instead of going for the tag, going after Kyrie Zane, only for her to get flip flopped onto the apron face first, after her leg would get grabbed and slammed right directly into the apron, only for Natalia to suffer the wrath of not only a nasty kick to the face, but a reverse DDT insane elbow combination for the team of the Kabuki Warriors to win this match via pinfall. And then we would hear from the party girls backstage of Carter and Chance that they're gonna get their rematch next week on Monday Night Raw, all right? But after that tag team title rematch next week announcement, We would hear from the 2024 Women's Royal Rumble winner, Bayley And Bayley would say that she's been giving everyone a chance to take a photo With not only the Women's Champion, the Tag Team Champions But also the Royal Rumble winner in the same picture Because it'll never happen again and would say that despite this roster being stacked. And despite all you idiots saying that I was going to win. I've been losing every match since I returned. And saying everything that they said. She came out on top. And would have a brand new record of 63 minutes and 6.3 seconds. And apparently according to Carl and Maestro it was 63.03. Which is a record. What an hour and three minutes and three seconds? Apparently, yes. Yes, that's her new record. (laughs) And then to congratulate her or to tell her, oh, the only reason you got that record is because I wasn't in it, would be the current Women's World Champion, none other than Rhea Ripley. And would say that, yeah, all of Damage Control has gold except for you. And if you decide to challenge me at WrestleMania, it'll stay that way. And you wanna know why? Because Mommy, and before she can continue that classic line, will get ran right over by Nia Jax. And as she gained her bearings and tried to fight Nia Jax outside the ring, when the second they got inside the ring, Nia would run her over again. And immediately after that, we would then see Nia Jax doing not one, not two, but three separate leg drops, followed by a bunsai drop, And then would tell Bayley that, yeah, you might as well challenge Io because, yeah, Rhea Ripley is not making it to Wrestlemania. Only to throw the microphone back at her and for Bayley to say, well, if you had to let me finish, I was going to make my announcement on Friday Night Smackdown. Okay. But how in the world is that going to go with you challenging your own teammate? But before we get into that folks, I think it's time for us to go into our MAIN EVENT OF THE EVENING! And in the main event, we'll see none other than Sami Zayn going one-on-one against the Scottish Terminator, Drew McIntyre! And Drew McIntyre prior to this match would say You know, after all the things that Sami Zayn said to me, including that I need a reality check, he's going to give him a reality check of his own. How many times since we've been in the ring has he beaten me? A total of zero. And that's not going to change tonight. And during this match, would that be true? Well, let's just say despite action going back and forth and with seed. Drew McIntyre actually tossing none other than Sami Zayn into the table and saw and and apparently remembering what in the world none other than Pat McAfee called them at the announce table. Sami Zayn would come back swinging and fighting during this match, not only pulling off a Sunset Flip Powerbomb for near fall, a Tornado DDT for near fall, even pulling off a modified version of his Blue Thunder Bomb during this match, still for a near fall. For Drew McIntyre to come back with not only a spiral version of his Spine Buster and even a deadlift powerbomb still leading to a near fall, but ultimately this match will come to an end after Drew McIntyre felt the need to once again talk trash to his opponent instead of finishing off his opponent, And would then piss off Sami Zayn to the point where he would back him over into the corner, try to go for the Huluva kick, for Drew McIntyre to hold up his hands in defense, and to low blow Sami Zayn. And referee, who didn't know if it was intentional or not, allowed the match to continue long enough for the... Scottish psychopath to hit a claymore kick right to the face of Sami Zayn for that record of you're not going to beat me just yet kid to remain the same via pinfall. And after the match was over, Drew McIntyre would celebrate himself and then just walk away as his music played as brawl would come to a close for this week. Now what's going to happen next week? Is Sami going to get some revenge? Will CM Punk start rehabbing his arm so he can be back before SummerSlam and be a part of yet another Money in the Bank ladder match? And will we see new tag team champions of the Party Girls, which I'm going to call them since they don't have an official tag team name? We find out the answer to that and more as we journey onward to the road to WrestleMania for another edition of Monday Night Raw. I guess with that said, I think it's time for us to head back to that music once again. And when we return, we'll be back with more Streetlight Delight as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on. Right after this. So don't fall asleep just yet, folks. And stay tuned.